Shalom Abrachur of the Meseches Nedorim Daf Nun Vav. Today's Daf discusses what happens when someone makes a neder on a bias, is the aliyah, the attic included in it. If someone makes a neder on a bed, is the dargesh in, uh, included in that? We have to figure out what a dargesh is. Two opinions, and we challenge both of them, and then we uh, have another Mishnah that talks about someone who makes a neder on a city. Does that include the area around it, the entire 2000 Amatchum? And is the threshold considered part of the house or considered outside of the house? The first mission begins saying that if someone makes an idea on a bias on a house, according to Rabbi Mayer, the aliyah is not usher to him. The house is only the house. The Chachamim say that the aliyah is included in the house. However, both agree that if someone makes an idea on the attic, the house is not included. He specifically said the attic, not the house. Now in the Gemara, we ask, who is the Tana who learns from the Pasuk of... Babayas, when there's Tsaras found in the house, there's a ton of the Darshans that even if the Tsaras is found on a painted, finished wall, it counts as Tsaras. And even if it's in the attic, it counts as Tsaras. So if Chista says it has to be her mayor, because the Rabbanan would say that the attic is automatically included in the bias. So when the Pasuk says Babayas, obviously it means. The attic, you don't need a drasha for that. However, if Chista disagrees and says, you could even say that it's the Rabbanon. The reason why we have an extra pasuk, an extra drasha, to tell me that even the attic is included, because I might think since the pasuk says, the base Eretz Achuzanschem, and Hashem is talking about the houses that are on our land in Eretz Israel, that I might think that it has to be a house which is actually connected to the land, aka the bottom ground level, and the, only the bias, not the Aliyah. So, we have a second Pasuk to tell me the Aliyah, but not unlike the Rabbanon, who would say it, it still could be the Rabbanon, even though normally Aliyah is included in the bias. Next, we say, uh, let's, let's, let's try to figure out who the Tana of this statement is. Rav Huna says in the name of Ula that if someone makes a nether, or not a nether, if someone's making a sale, and he says, a house of my houses I'm selling to you. The guy signs the contract, and then he comes to pick up his house to move in, and the guy's like, all right, you're moving into an attic. Ooh. Now, since he said, bias, shebebesi, a house amongst my houses, that included the attic. However, if he had not specified a house amongst my houses, he just said, I'm selling you a house, that would not include an aliyah. The guy would, have, would uh, be able to insist on getting a ground level. L'chayro, that's Rebbe Meir who says that bias does not include Aliyah. However, the Gemara says it could even be the Rabbanon. When the Bryce says that he's able to give him an Aliyah, it doesn't mean a second floor. It means a Meula house. When the guy says, I'm selling you a house of my houses, it means I'm, I'm selling you the Spitz house, the best of my houses. It's not talking about Aliyahs in that whole Bryce. Next, the Mishnah tells us, if someone makes another on a, on a bed, a mita, that doesn't include... A dargesh, according to our mayor, we'll see what a dargesh is in a minute. The Chachamim say that dargesh is part of the rubric, the, the category of a bed. However, they both agree that if someone makes an adar on a dargesh, that would not answer him from going on a bed. It would only answer um, his hanor from a dargesh. Now, what is a dargesh? We have two opinions. Ula offers us the first option of what a dargesh is. He says that it's an arsa de goda, which was a certain bed that they used to have for mazel. 
We shouldn't discuss why it wasn't Avedizara or Nichush suspicion. One of the clearer answers is that having an extra bed that no one would use was a sign of Ashirus to show that we have we have extra. We have more than, than we need. And that's what brought in the extra mazel. However, we challenge this definition of dar, of, of a dargish threefold. First, Rabbanan ask, Ula, we learn in the Mishnah that when there's someone who is sitting shiva, he's in Ovil, and they come to give him uh, that first suda, the Ovil doesn't cook his, that, that meal, that's brought to him by his community. Everyone sits on the ground, and the Ovil sits up on the dargish. Now, if you're telling me that a dargish is a bed that you never sit on, it's designated for this special mazel. Now that the guy's in Ovil, suddenly, suddenly now he's sitting on the special bed? But Ravina says, that's not such a question. The truth is, uh, normally we don't feed someone, we're not machayv someone to eat meat and wine, and yet, an Ovil is chayv, it sounds like he's even chayv during this specific suda, to eat meat and wine. So yes, sometimes there are times when you actually, the Ovil is superior. So maybe this bed is taka, the mazel bed. But if you want to ask Akasha, you could ask from the Bryce that says that uh, when an Ovel and his entire home are flipping over their beds, the Dargish doesn't need to be flipped. That you could just pick up, make it standing. Now, if you're telling me that it's this mazel bed, why would you not need to flip it over? You flip over all the beds in the house, not just the Ovels. Why would the Arsod go to be any different? The Gemara answers, that's not such a Kasha. It still could be referring to this bed. There are some beds which we wouldn't flip over. If a guy has a bed that he uses just to hold his stuff, you know, in camp you have that extra bunk bed. If it's milchud for Caleb, that you wouldn't flip over either. So you wouldn't flip over this uh, mazel bed either. But if you want to ask Akasha, here's the third Kasha you could ask. We have a Bryce that tells us from Mepshim Ben Gamliel that when you're flipping over the dargesh, you just undo the straps of the bed, you know, sleep tight because you have to tighten the straps. And then the, the bed will drop by itself. The thing is that if this bed is only there for mazel, why would you have straps on it? When Robin heard this kasha, he said, I said this over to the Rabbanon. And Rav Tachliva Bar Ma'arva was his name. He was always in the market where they sold um, leather. He told me that a dargesh is not this mazel bed. A dargesh is this leather cot held over a wooden frame. Okay. So the Gemara now asks, what's the difference between a mita and a dargesh if a dargesh is just this leather cot? So Yermia explains, by a mita, a standard bed, the mattress is attached on top of the wooden frame, as opposed to a dargesh where it's strapped through the wooden frame. However, the Gemara challenges that and says, there's a Gemara in Sanhedrin and Kalim that asks, when does a wooden kli become makabaltuma? It says that a mito and an arisa, a bed and a cat, become tome. When you smear it, when you smear the wood with the skin of a fish, which is, uh, gives it a shine, or maybe according to one sheet, it sands it down to prevent splinters. Now hang on. If, why are you sanding down or shellacking the wooden frame of a mita if the mattress covers it, goes on top of it? You're never going to come in contact with that wood. 
Elamai the Gemara says that both the bed and the cot are both attached to the wooden frame through the wooden frame. So what's the difference? By a bed, the straps go through the bed and straight onto the mattress. As opposed to by a dargesh on this cot where there are loops that come out of the wooden frame and the mattress attaches to those loops. Okay, Omar of Yaakov bar Omar Rebbe. If someone has a bed that has posts sticking out of the top of the bottom, when it's time to flip it over, for Avelos, you could just stand that up and, that, and that's enough. And Rabbi Yaakov bar Idi says, B'Shem Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi, that we paskin like Rav Shem ben Gamaliel. In the next mission, we learn that if someone makes an edder on a city, he's still allowed to go within the 2,000 amatum of that city. However, he can't go into the ibura of the city, the little pregnant part, meaning uh, 70 amas and two-thirds of an ama outside of its walls. However, if someone makes a nether on a house, included in the house is the area under the threshold and any area within. Now the Gemara says, how do you know that the ibura of a city counts as part of the city? Maybe it ends at the wall. So Rabbi Yechanan says, we learn this from Yeshua by Yerichai. Because it says the Yeshua was in Yerichai. Now it can't be that he was actually in it because it was walled off, right? The famous walls that came at Tamil and down. Elamai, he was outside in the Ibur within that 70, uh, 70 and two-third Amma area outside of the walls, and that's still considered being in Yerichai. The Gemara says, okay, but who said, if, if you're going to take, take it outside of the walls, maybe you should go 2,000 Amas outside of the wall. The Gemara says, no, we know that Tchum is not considered part of the city. It's not considered the city, because we have a pasuk regarding a Tchum that says, we some Michutz Le'er. That the tchum is considered an area outside of the city. Next, if someone, we said if someone makes an edder on a house, that answers from the threshold and inside. And the answer asks, that it sounds like the, th- the threshold itself, outside of the door, is not part of the house. And Rav Mori takes issue with that, because when it comes to Tzaras, the Pesach says, The coin leaves the house. Now, I may think, that the Kayan could go home and like pull the door shut from his house. No, the Pesach says, El Pesach Abayas, he should shut the door of the Tzara's house immediately. Now, where is he standing when he closes the door? He's standing, Al Pesach Abayas. I might think that he could stand on the threshold and close the door from there. No, that's what the Pesach says, Min Abayas. He has to leave the entire house. He has to get out of the threshold. Bediyeved, if he's in the threshold when he closes it, or if he waits to get home and pulls it pulls it shut with a string, that'll still be considered closing off the house. That we know from the Pasuk Vihizkar Zabayas, Minkal Mokon. But the Maisa, we see from this Gemara Bait Saraz, that the Mashkoif sounds like it's still part of the house. And if the coin's there, he hadn't officially left the house. And by us, by Nadarim, it sounds like that the Mashkoif is considered outside of the house. Gemara answers that normally... The mashkoif is that threshold area is considered outside of the house. By Taras, there's an extra chumrah that even under the threshold is considered within the house limits because the Pasuk specifically says that the coin has to leave min habayas. He has to leave the entirety of the house, even th- the threshold, which is normally considered outside of the house. It's outside of the door. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.